episode seven, the questions. Well, get this, tomorrow is the one-year anniversary of my diagnosis. Feel surreal, really. In a way, it flew by. Ask my husband, it did not fly by. <laughs> if you listened to the last episode, we were talking together and we mentioned that Lachlan wanted to come on. So I did a little recording with him and here is his message. I know my mom was talking, maybe you could hear, but actually don't listen to that. You said, listen to what I say. I hope you had a good day. Here's a little more. I'm Robinson, plays music, and it plays music if you crank it or have a motor on it. And when they show you a song, done. I hope you liked it. You should come back on another channel. Bye-bye. Done, Mom. Do you think we should listen to it? He's so cute. Got a lot of good feedback on answering a question last time, so I'm answering five questions today. First, what is your diet now? I get this a lot, and my diet has been all over the place for the past year. You know, originally doctors thought I had colitis, so I did a bunch of research on how to eat, especially during flare-ups. Then I got diagnosed, and because I was in the hospital so much, with bowel blockages, I was constantly on a liquid-only diet for days or low-fiber only. And I also had to get as much protein as possible, especially when you're in treatment. I'm just going to say Ensure is disgusting. I could never drink those. I tried everything. I tried freezing it. It does not taste like a Frosty like people claim it does. I love Rockin' Protein. If you can find it, it used to be called Rockin' Refuel. It's really hard to find. Then I lost so much weight. When I spent a month in the hospital, I lost 40 pounds, so I had to go on that IV nutrition 18 hours a day for months. But I still had to eat on top of that, and I've gained 20 of that 40 back, and I'm really happy with that. After my tumor removal surgery in August, that's when I could finally start working on getting more foods back into my diet, high-fiber foods like raw veggies. I also started drinking coffee again. And then in late January, Chris and I actually decided to cut out meat and dairy. I was going to go plant-based anyway for inflammation and digestion issues, but we watched What the Health on Netflix one night, and Chris just immediately decided he was going to do it too. It's just one of those things you can't go plant-based until you're ready to, and you'll know when you're ready to, and it won't be a problem. I thought cheese would be what I struggled with, but it's not been hard at all. I actually like the vegan cheese better. We have had better, tastier dinners since we've gone plant-based. Chris probably won't mind me saying he's lost 18 pounds in a few weeks. He did, you know, when we started without reducing his amount of food at all. Now, this isn't a hard and fast rule for us. If we're at St. Elmo or something, he's probably going to get a steak. I got a pretzel with cheese at the Pacers game a couple weeks ago, but this is our rule 95% of the time. We do keep regular butter and cheese at home for Lachlan. By the way, we're not eating eggs either, so we're pretty much plant-based. Okay, the next question I get a lot is, does acupuncture hurt? I went into it thinking you could not feel it at all. That's what I've always thought I heard about it. For me, that's not the case. I can feel almost every needle go in. Some do hurt, like on the top of the feet, in, just to me. When I started, I was mid-chemo. I was in bad shape. I had to go weekly. Then after a month, I could go every other week, and now I'm actually down to once a month. I usually get treatment for anxiety, 
gut and digestion, nausea, and hot flashes. So I'm in needles on my scalp, forehead, uh, my ears, inner elbows, forearms, the back of my hands, my stomach, my shins, ankles, and top of feet. So like head to toe. She puts heaters over my stomach and my feet and then sets a timer for 30 minutes. I really have to make an effort to relax and calm myself, but I swear I can like feel each needle working and releasing something over that half hour. By the end of it, I'm very relaxed and calm. It is intense, I will say, but for me, the results make it worth it and I'm going to keep going. By the way, I noticed results really after my second time. So if you go one time and you're still unsure, maybe give it another try. Next, are you trembling on the inside because you always appear so cool on the outside? Uh, Sometimes yes. Yes, but I've worked really hard on that for a year. It's very mentally difficult to fight cancer and I'm in therapy for that. I do meditation. I need to get better about doing that. But yeah, it's really, really hard. And Sometimes, I, I mean, just yesterday I was driving and I cried. I don't know why. It just, you know, yeah, so sometimes I am. But every morning when I wake up, I have to make a decision that I'm not going to live in fear for the whole day, you know. I get similar questions about doing the news when something's going on in my personal life. How do I do that? To that, I'll say, that is hard, but those three hours are really busy. I get to work at three in the morning. I have an hour to get myself together. Yes, I do my own hair and makeup. And then I also like to read through the 4 a.m. if I can. The 5 and 6 aren't finished yet. So when I'm anchoring the 4, I'm trying to read ahead to the 5 and 6. When I'm in commercial breaks, I'm trying to flip through my iPad to look ahead, you know, correct mistakes. I mean, there's just a lot going on for that three hours. So you're not really, you're really focused on work. But then 7 o'clock hits and yes, it's hard. It can be very hard. Tell us your favorite Bob Jenkins story. Because we're in the month of May, I thought I'd answer this one. If you don't know, Bob Jenkins is a legendary motorsports announcer. I've had the honor, really, of working with him in the IndyCar TV broadcast and also the IMSPA team since about 2008. I don't know if you know this, but he beat colon cancer a long time ago, and now he's battling brain cancer. He recently finished radiation My favorite Bob story is this. So the TV broadcast crew would have conference calls every week during the season. And for years, for some reason, and no one seems to remember why, we started every single call with every, basically every single person saying, happy birthday, Bob. We did that every call. And then our producer, Terry Lingner, awesome guy, by the way, would sometimes say that in our headsets. So we just always say happy birthday, Bob. And it's, it's funny when it's actually his birthday. Final question is, when are you going back to work? I actually went into the station this week to talk about that, to come up with a plan. It's going to be a slow start. I maybe have mentioned before, my oncologist thinks I should only start doing an hour once I get back on. So look for me toward the end of the week of May 24th. That's when I'm aiming for, and I cannot wait to get back. It was so good to even just be in the building yesterday. Hope you enjoyed episode seven. Keep sending in the questions. Really hope you enjoyed hearing Lachlan's sweet little voice. And tune in next week for episode eight.